0: G'day and welcome to Partake Glimpses Stories, where we see together how Jesus Christ is alive today, working in different people's lives in different ways. We aim to show Jesus Christ as being relevant to the world today, some 2,000 years after he walked the earth, died on a Roman cross, rose again to new life from physical death and ascended back to the right hand of God the Father. Today, once more we take a step back to recent history into the 20th century and a very brief glimpse at the Christianity of a well-known Christian Today it's Malcolm Muggeridge who was by his own volition and renown a determined sceptic and a very vocal non-believer We will look at some of what this man said about Jesus Christ of Nazareth In doing so I'll be taking short excerpts from two of his books Conversion and Jesus Rediscovered both of which should still be available to purchase Malcolm Muggeridge was born in England on the 24th of March 1903 and he died on the 14th of November 1990. He was educated at Cambridge University and graduated there with a degree in Natural Sciences. During World War II he was a soldier and a spy for the British. Malcolm Muggeridge was an English journalist, author and media personality. In his earlier years, he was renowned as a drinker, a heavy smoker, and also a womanizer. After his conversion in his later years to Christ, he became a leader, protesting against the commercial exploitation of sex and violence. We begin with Malcolm Muggeridge asking a very important question. Is there a God? Well, is there? I'll be very happy to answer with an emphatic negative, no. Temperamentally, it would suit me well enough to settle for what this world offers and to write off as wishful thinking or just the self-importance of the human species, any notion of a divine purpose and a divinity to entertain and execute it. I have never wanted a god or feared a god or felt under any necessity to invent one. Unfortunately, I am driven to the conclusion that God wants me. God comes padding after me like a hound of heaven. His shadow falls over all my little picnics in the sunshine, chilling the air, draining the viands of their flavor, talk of its sparkle and desire of its zest. God takes a hand as history's compare. Under God's eye, tiny hoarded glories fall into dust. A little fame here, some money there. Oh, Mr. M, how wonderful you are. There is no escape. Even so, one twists and turns. And his story of God pursuing him continues, culminating eventually in Malcolm Muggeridge becoming a Christian, but not knowing at what specific time it occurred, because for him it was a process. One person or light instrumental in this conversion process was Mother Teresa of Calcutta. There was a happening when we were in Calcutta with Mother Teresa making the film Something Beautiful for God, which might well have provided an occasion for a conversion. The home for dying destitutes where Mother Teresa's missionaries of charity take down and outs from the streets of Calcutta. Mother Teresa is, in herself, a living conversion. It's impossible to be with her, to listen to her, to observe what she is doing and how she is doing it, without being in some degree converted. Her total dedication to Jesus Christ, her insistence that all our fellow human beings must be treated and helped and loved as though they were Christ, her simple presentation of the gospel and joy in receiving the sacraments is quite irresistible. There is no book I've ever read or discourse I've ever heard or service I've ever attended no human relationship or transcendental experience which has brought me nearer to Christ or may be more aware of what the Incarnation signifies for us and requires of us. And so this arch-sceptic and vocal non-believer turns to Jesus Christ of Nazareth as God. God had indeed been pursuing him like a hound of heaven and using people such as Mother Teresa of Calcutta to bring this man Malcolm Muggeridge to a living faith in Jesus Christ. So, what was this man's view of Christianity now? We continue. I see Christianity as a very bright light, particularly bright now because the surrounding darkness is so deep and dense, a brightness that holds my gaze inexorably, so that even if I want to, and I do sometimes want to, I can't detach it. Jesus Christ said he was the light of the world and told us to let our light shine before men. To partake of this light, to keep it in one's eye, is heaven. To be cut off from it is hell. Away from the light one is imprisoned in the tiny desolate dungeon of one's ego. When the light breaks in, suddenly one is liberated or reborn powerful words from this convert even with a brief glimpse of what he had to say and what is the relevancy of this Christianity to the world today this Christianity which Malcolm Mugridge once cast off as nonsensical and a controlling drivel what we continue to call the western civilization after all began with Christian revelation not the theory of evolution Jesus of Nazareth was its founding father not Charles Darwin It was Paul of Tarsus who first carried its message to Europe, not Karl Marx or even Lenin. Jesus, by dying on the cross, abolished death-wishing. Dying became thenceforth thy glory and fulfilment. So when Jesus called on his followers to die in order to live, he created a tidal wave of joy and hope on which they have ridden 2,000 years. This was all part of the journey of faith for Malcolm Muggeridge, former skeptic and vocal non-believer who turned to Christ when he realized that God was pursuing him and using lights such as Mother Teresa to bring Malcolm to faith. Go yourself, be a light to somebody's path to faith and show the relevancy of Jesus Christ to all you meet on every day that you live. And if you are not yet a believer in Jesus Christ, be assured he is also pursuing you calling you by name to be in a dynamic relationship with him. He calls you by name, and no matter how much you twist and turn, you can deny him, but you can't escape him, as Malcolm Muggeridge discovered. Thank you.